0: Hanging out with my middle son Josiah, and uh, we were taking a little trip, and um, we were going to this place and, and going to get some frozen yogurt. And as we're going to get frozen yogurt, we got right to the place where frozen yogurt was, and just like it often does in Texas, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, the rain just starts pouring down. I mean, it just starts raining. I mean, it's just the heavens open, and rain just pours down, and we're sitting in the car at the frozen yogurt place with this rain hitting the car and we're saying, man, what are we going to do? Are we going to get out and, and go in the rain or are we going to sit in the car and wait for the rain to be over? And I'm like, Josiah, we're, you know, we're, 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 we're men. We're not going to let the rain keep us in the car. We're going to get out of this car. We're going to go into the frozen yogurt place. We're going to get our yogurt and then we're going to come back out and that rain is not going to stop us. And Josiah says, he says, okay, Dad, I'm with you. We're going to go in, but um, do you have an umbrella? (laughs) I said, yeah, but I got an umbrella. But we're going to go into the frozen yogurt place. We're going to go get our frozen yogurt. We're going to come back out. We're going to enjoy our frozen yogurt. He said, Dad, Dad, okay, um, can you bring the umbrella with us? And I'm like, buddy, it's not far. The frozen yogurt place is like right there. We just got to get out. We just got to walk right over there, and then we'll get to the frozen yogurt. We'll be fine. We may get a little wet, but we're fine. He goes, Dad, yeah, Dad, I'm okay getting wet, but after I get my frozen yogurt, I don't want my frozen yogurt to get wet. So can we take the umbrella into the frozen yogurt place so that when I come out with my frozen yogurt, the umbrella can cover us and protect us from the rain? And I was like, well, buddy, yeah. Because, see, I didn't want to bring the umbrella because I wanted us to be boys and men and tough and the rain ain't going to stop us. And he was like, no, let's be smart. Like, I need a covering to make sure this thing that I have that's valuable doesn't get messed up. This morning, I want to read from Psalm 91. I want to read several stanzas here in Psalm 91. And we're just going to slow down this morning and, and read through this and allow God to speak to us through these verses in Psalm chapter 91. You may be watching and, and not yet a believer. You may be watching and, and maybe a brand new believer or trying to figure out what you believe about Jesus. Or you may be watching and you may be someone who's been following Jesus for a long time. I believe that this morning God is going to speak directly to each and every one of us through these passages. And God has a way of meeting you right where you are and speaking directly to you. Your job right now is just to have your heart and your mind and your ears open to hear what he says. And Psalm 91, stands stanza 1, I read from the English Standard Version. It says, he who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will abide in the shadow of the Almighty. Now this is... An amazing, powerful promise from God, but we need to break down these words, and this morning I'm going to give you several definitions just so we can be on the same page and we can understand what it is that God is saying to us in this. He who dwells, that word dwells actually means to sit down or remain. To sit down or remain. Now, we've all been going through life and moving through life at a quick pace. And that has been slowed, at least, um, over the last several months through the pandemic and just through everything that's going on in our country and in the world. And so we've been moving through life really, really quickly and really fast. We've been the most busy generation that's ever lived. You know, um, we're always super busy. And yet God has, has in this pandemic, shown us that we need to slow down. In some cases, forced us to slow down. When we read this here in Psalm 91, stanza 1, it says, He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High. Literally meaning, he who sits down in the shelter of the Most High. He who not just slows down, but sits down and remains Man, some of you are so tired of sitting down, sitting in your homes. Some of you are so tired of not being able to go, 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 and move, 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 move. But God is giving us a promise here. He who sits down slows down and sits down. And not just sit down to get back up and get back to moving, but to sit down and remain. He who sits down... And remains in the shelter. Now, this word shelter actually means cover. In the King James Version, it's translated secret place. So he who sits down and remains in the covering of the Most High, in the shelter of the Most High, will abide. Now, we don't really use the word abide very much anymore. Abide simply means stop or stay permanently. So he who sits down and remains in the shelter or the cover of the Most High will stop and stay permanently in the shadow of the Almighty. Man, this is, this is good news. This, is, this speaks to us on so many different levels. This speaks to us in the fact that we don't have to be constantly moving and walking and running to be able to experience God's presence. That that we should be sitting in his presence. That we should take a seat and dwell in his covering, in his shelter, in his secret place. And that this should be a posture that we live our lives in Not that we sit and stand and sit and stand. Yes, you can't sit physically, literally for the rest of your life. But spiritually, we should be people, whether you've given your life to Christ or you haven't yet given your life to Christ, that if we will sit down and remain under the shelter or the cover of the Most High, And we'll choose to stay here permanently in the shadow of the Almighty. God's about to give us some promises. In stanza two it says, I will say to the Lord, my refuge and my fortress. That word refuge just means shelter again or it means hope. And my fortress, this is a strong place. My God in whom I trust. How do we sit in the shelter of the Most High? It starts with... Our faith. It starts with, who do we trust? Because if you don't trust God, then what you'll do is you might sit for a little bit, but then you'll stand quickly, and you'll get back to moving and trying to work things out on your own, trying to protect you and your family, trying to provide for you and your family. When God says, whoa, 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 don't do my job, sit and remain in my presence under my covering, under my shelter in that secret place. Declare that I will trust God and God will handle all the results of everything that has to happen in my life. And then he goes on to give us some of these promises In stanza three He says, for he will deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the deadly pestilence. He will deliver you from plagues. He will deliver you from the, the, the things that are trying to attack your body things that are trying to attack you from every way. If you will sit and remain and stay and trust in God, he promises to take care of the things that you're trying to take care of whenever you stand and move and walk and run. And and listen, the truth of the matter is you can't do it as good as God. I can't do it as good as God. None of us can do this as good as God can. And so when God says, sit down, and remain and trust. We need to listen to that. We need to, we need to make sure that we are people that trust him enough to be able to do that. And if you don't yet know Jesus, I promise you this. You will accomplish more in your life. You will have more peace and more joy and more comfort and more uh, 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 happiness in your life if you will learn to sit and remain and remain. Under the covering of the most high, he promises not only to deliver us from the snare of the fowl and the deadly pestilence, but he will cover you with his pinions or his feathers, and under his wings you will find refuge. His faithfulness is a shield and a buckler. Now, now let me talk about this for a second. So again, he's saying, I will cover you, I will cover you with my feathers and under his wings, we will find refuge that we should be under this covering of the most high. And and, and his faithfulness, we are told, is a shield. Now, you have to know a little bit about this. A shield, especially in these times, was a, a weapon, but it was a defensive weapon. Now, a shield was actually a large, I mean, what you would think of as a shield. We know what a shield is. But a shield was large and it was heavy. So a shield would be used for battle. It would be used for a conflict. It would be used for a fight. But a shield was too big and too heavy to actually be carried around all day, every day. People didn't just walk around carrying shields because it was too big and too heavy. But if they knew they were going to battle or they knew they were going to war, they would pull out their shield because the shield was bigger, it was stronger, it had a purpose. The buckler was actually like a mini shield. It was a smaller shield and people because of this would walk around all day every day with their buckler on their left arm and it was light enough to where they just got used to it being there but they could utilize it anytime that something just came up in the spur of the moment. Anytime they needed it, it was there. And so here we're told that God's faithfulness is the shield. So when you know that you're about to go into battle, when you know there's a war coming, when you know that there is a coronavirus all around you or you know that you've been laid off your job and rent is due or mortgage is due, you pull out that shield. That shield of faith that we're told about in in the New Testament with putting on the armor of God, because you need the heavy one. You need the big one. You know that you're going to battle, you know that there's going to be a war. You can't have anything too light, you can't have anything too small, you can't have anything too soft. You need to get that shield out and you need to use that shield of faith. How do you do that? That's by the word, getting in the word and build. the word builds up your faith. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word and you can't slack. You need to get in it and allow it to get in you and stay strong and deep and heavy in that. But there's other times where you don't see the battle coming. Where you don't know that there's going to be a fight. And it just comes in the spur of the moment. And in that situation, you need your buckler. And we are promised that if we will sit and remain and trust, that God's faithfulness will not only be our shield that protects us, but it will be our buckler in the spur of the moment when we didn't know a fight was coming. God's faithfulness will still be there to protect us and be with us. And then in stanza five, it says, you will not fear the terror of the night, nor the arrow that flies by day, nor the pestilence that stalks in darkness, nor the destruction that wastes at noonday. Now, reading this, for a long time I thought, this is what we would call a faith statement. Like, it's telling me that I wouldn't fear the terror of night, nor the arrow of the day, or the pestilence that stalks in darkness, nor the destruction that wastes at noonday. But I, I don't know. I think I might. I think, I think if everything's going on like this, if there's, you know, terror and arrows or bullets flying by and there's pestilence and there's destruction, I think I might be tempted to fear. How could, how could the psalmist here say that you will not fear? How how, how is that like how how could you make that definitive statement? Like maybe you didn't fear, but I might fear in that situation. Lord reminded me of this in 1 John chapter 4, verse 18 that perfect love casts out fear. And we know that God is love. So when we go back and realize that we are sitting and we are remaining and we are staying under the shadow of the Almighty. And we are trusting in him. That is how we will be able to not fear. No matter what happens around us. Because we are sitting in and under perfect love. Which casts out all fear. We get to a place where we sit in God's presence. And it is so powerful. And it is so fulfilling. That literally nothing scares us. Because even if... You take my life, I go spend eternity with God. (laughs) Even if you break down my body, (laughs) I have a promise of heaven. I have the peace of the Holy Spirit. I still get to be in the Lord's presence. Even if you rob me of all of the money that I own, I recognize that 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 doesn't mean anything after I take my last breath. I'm not taking any of that with me. And, and, And I can have peace Because I know that that money didn't come from me. It didn't come from a a stimulus check. It didn't come from a company. It came from the Lord. I can sit and I can remain and I can trust in that. So no matter what happens, I will not fear because that perfect love casts out fear. And then here's one of the famous verses that we love and we should love. It says, a thousand may fall at your side and ten thousand at your right hand, but it will not Come near you. You will only look with your eyes and see the recompense or the retribution or the reward of the wicked. Because you have made the Lord your dwelling place. The most high who is my refuge. No evil, no evil at all shall be allowed to befall you. Which means to meet or approach. No evil will even be allowed to approach you. No plague can come near your tent. Man, when I read these verses, a thousand may fall at my side and ten thousand may fall at my right hand. But it won't come near me. It reminds me of that day when my son and I were trying to get out of the car and go into the, the, f- the frozen yogurt shop. Because there were thousands of raindrops coming down and tens of thousands falling right at our right hand, right by us and right near us. And it was this umbrella that kept those things from touching us and getting us wet and messing up his frozen yogurt. See, this umbrella was a covering to keep us from all those things that were raining down that were trying to get to us, and that they were all around us. We were stepping on water. Water was falling beside us, and on our right and on our left and front and behind. But as long as we had this umbrella up, and as long as we stayed under this umbrella that didn't get on us, we didn't get wet. As long as we continued to keep this umbrella in a position that is above us and us under it, we weren't, we, we weren't affected by the rain. Didn't matter how much it rained. Didn't matter if it was one drop or a thousand drops or ten thousand drops. This umbrella, this covering protected us. And in the same way, when we read this here, what God is saying is sit down in my presence and allow me to cover you. And if you will sit down and trust me and allow me to cover you, I will put an umbrella. Over you and over everything that pertains to you. And stuff may be falling all around you. There may be thousands of raindrops. There may be thousands of reports. And, and there may be thousands of, 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 of just evil coming all around you. And there may be tens of thousands on your right hand. It may be surrounding you. But if you will stay under this umbrella of his covering... It won't get on you. It won't affect you. You won't fear. Because under this umbrella is not only protection, it's peace. The peace that passes all understanding. It's love. It's the love, the perfect love that casts out all fear. Under this covering of the most high is everything that you and I could ever want in our lives. But what happens is we get outside of the covering. We stop sitting in the presence of the Lord and we start working with our hands in the natural. We start trying to figure things out on our own and trying to work through the problems that we face like they have natural answers. We start trying to fight natural battles with natural weapons. But it's all spiritual. It's all spiritual. And the answer is, is not necessarily read more, work harder, save more, um, become wiser. The answer is to sit in the presence of the Lord, trusting that his umbrella is strong enough to keep you out of the rain, to keep you out of the sickness, to keep you out of the lack. But even if you got a little bit wet... And even if you experience some difficulties, man, there's perfect love in here and it casts out all fear. That there is nothing that happens under this umbrella that could ever separate you from God loving you. Nothing can separate you from the love of God. God just wants you to stay under his umbrella. He wants you, when you do have to get up, that spiritually, in your heart, you're still in a posture of remaining seated. And how does that look? That looks like I'm, I gotta get up, I gotta put my hands to things, I gotta go to work, I gotta feed the kids, I gotta do all these things. But in my heart, I'm still seated and I'm still trusting the Lord. Did you know that Jesus, after he died and rose again, that he is now seated at the right hand of the Father? And that we have a seat in the heavenlies? That that spiritually, in our hearts, in our spirits, we should be seated as a representation that we recognize that we can't work this out. We have to trust the Most High. We have to trust the Lord to cover us. Because without this umbrella, I'm getting wet. No matter how fast or how I try to dodge or what I try to put over my head. Like this umbrella, this covering is what keeps me. Not not somebody else or somebody telling me it's not raining or somebody telling me it's going to stop raining. I'm still going to get wet if I don't have this umbrella. We have to be people that choose to sit under the covering, under the shelter, under the umbrella of the protection and the wisdom and the provision and the power of the Most High. And man, when we do that, it says no evil can even approach us. When my wife and I first got married, we would encounter situations where people would try to approach her. And maybe it still happens, but we don't really talk about that anymore. But, you know, it would be one of those scenarios where like, okay, that guy's like, he's eyeing her and he's about to approach her. And, you know, most guys would like step in like, hey, man, that's my wife. We probably wouldn't do that. Even. Hey man, that's as deep as I can go. I can't. I can't. <clears throat> yeah, I got nothing else. But you know, like, hey, 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 man, that's you know, that's my wife. Like, back up. But you know, I never really had to do that because I knew <laughs> you approach her, I don't need to do anything. She's about to embarrass you. And not in a bad way, like she's going to be respectful, but like, like she's going to make sure you know she is married and, and she, none of this is it's not happening. Like, like she's going to make it plain and clear. And so the, I don't know if this happened, it's just the way I remember it happening, it may have just all been in my head. But I just like sit back and like she would like, like what? No, don't you see I'm married? I'm not one of them. I love Jesus. Do you know Jesus? Like it turns into a whole thing. You know, God's trying to hit on her and, and, and like, and you learn really quickly in those scenarios, like you better not approach her. Not with that, because that's inappropriate. That's out of line. That doesn't work. That, that is not a part of what is about to happen. That, that's not going to work, man. And in the same way, when I read this, no evil can even approach you. <laughs> no evil, it might come up to you, it might have the best pickup line, it, it, might, it, might, it might be all around you, but you're sitting under the covering of the most high. And as you're sitting under the covering of the most high, that evil cannot get close enough to even approach you. And if it does, it's going to get embarrassed. And it might just meet Jesus. Because <laughs> the promise of God says that it cannot approach you. And no plague can even come near your tent. I would encourage you to go through and read the rest of Psalms 91 because it is a powerful reminder of the strength and the power and the promises of God. That right now there's uncertainty about the future. There's uncertainty about employment and unemployment and stimulus checks and What the world's gonna look like in six months or a year, and is corona ever gonna leave? And and you know, can you get it twice? And with it, okay, if I just get it once, am I gonna be okay? And like all these things are raining down. And I'm I'm telling you, the answer is to get under the umbrella. The answer is not to try to fight your way out of it, try to think your way out of it. The answer is to sit and stay under the umbrella of the almighty and his power and his provision and his protection. Well, if you enjoyed today's podcast, there's a couple things I'd love for you to do. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. You can also invest in helping us empower others to follow Jesus by texting any dollar amount to 512-520-0185. Thanks again for joining us today on the Faith for Life podcast.